Welcome to Future of Risk, presented by Zurich North America. A look at the changing risk and resilience landscape with insights on the challenges facing businesses today and tomorrow. Hi, I'm Renee Koa from Zurich North America. As summer approaches, that means the interns are coming. But this year, like seemingly everything else in our world, the picture has changed because of the pandemic. For starters, a lot of this year's summer interns are likely to be working remotely. Joining me today to discuss the virtual challenges for both the interns and the businesses that hire them is Jessica Aguilar, Head of Talent Acquisition for Zurich North America. Jessica has more than 20 years of experience in talent acquisition and employment branding and is well-versed in this topic. Jessica, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Renee. The pleasure is all mine. Now, I've read that anywhere from half to over 60% of college students do internships. It gives them job experience and, of course, a very important addition to their resumes. Am I missing anything? No, no, you're absolutely right. It, it does. And um, you can even think about the internship experience as a support for how students get that, that 70, 20, 10 model of learning in the workplace. So, you know, when you think about it that way, the experience is really invaluable because, you know, 70% is really tied up in that on the job experience, 20% um, in their networking and interactions. And, and in that model, only 10% is truly tied to curriculum or other formal training or learning activities. So it really makes the experience that a student receives as part of an internship program so important in preparing them for a career after college. It's an opportunity for them to get a much deeper sense of that company's purpose and culture and values in a different way than they would just from within an interview process. Wow, that sheds um, kind of a new light for me, uh, that 70-20-10. But internships aren't just about helping the interns. Can you talk about how companies benefit? Yeah, that's so true. So there are a lot of ways that companies can benefit from their commitment to offering internship opportunities. Similar to students um, test driving a company or type of work, employers typically use the internship to evaluate the student for a future position within their company. And not all employers offer internships with the goal of conversion into a full-time position, but often there's at least a mix of uh, companies that want to build their pipeline um, into full-time positions, um, as well as just be competitive and attracting new grads to their full-time roles. So it's the get and the give, you know, the interns get the hands-on experience, the networking and mentorship, but the employers, um, get more access to that talent to evaluate a long-term fit. And, you know, uh, we actually benchmark um, a lot off of the National Association of Colleges and Employers, and um, they're often referred to as NACE. So you, you might be familiar with them, Renee, but, you know, their average conversion rate for an intern program is 56%. So, wow. yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty, I think, remarkable, honestly. And, you know, I think even beyond that, there's some soft benefits that companies get, you know, interns bring fresh perspective, they bring ideas, they bring inspiration. If, if you've ever worked with someone new to the workforce, 
there's just certain intrinsic energy they bring that has a way of just reminding you why you love what you do and that sense of fulfillment from having the opportunity to, to mentor someone who's starting out. It's a great way for many of us who've benefited from mentors to really pay it forward. So true. Um, and that that's for anybody um, on the team, whether you're the person who was actively mm -hmm. involved in hiring them or just somebody who's sharing um, a cubicle space <laughs> with them. Now, I don't want to talk about 2021 before just taking a quick look at 2020. I read that half of the U.S. internships were canceled as of April 2020. Now, that's understandable because so many industries had closed and they were still scrambling to set up remote operations for their own employees. But for college students in 2021, does this raise the stakes even more for them when it comes to getting an internship? In some ways, I believe so. So for students who were planning to intern last summer and now they are rising seniors, it seems that it's up the ante a bit on securing the right internship for summer 2021. Um, it really doesn't apply only to those who had their internships canceled, though. Um, interestingly, I think even students who interned last summer often had a really different type of intern experience. Um, internships were shortened. Programming was changed. And, and to your point, you know, companies were scrambling. The experience was remote. And there were a lot of dynamics at play during the summer of 2020. And I don't think we can underestimate um, the impact that those played, along with even the, the fact that they were pivoting from the experience students expected to have um, while they were interning um, to one where they were interning from their laptop in a bedroom of their home. Um, that said, I've gotten some anecdotal feedback in, in talking to college students that they found value and, and even were surprised by how much they still were able to get out of those experiences. So I think we also have to remember, although they missed out on the in-person interactions and networking, um, many of them also appreciated the remote opportunity um, as part of pandemic-related health and safety concerns and, and just to get their foot in the door and, and get a little bit of experience in corporate America. That makes sense uh, completely. Now, can you talk about what Zurich did last year and how we are approaching the internships we're offering in 2021? Good question. So Zurich was in the 50% who ended up canceling internships in 2020. And while it was an incredibly difficult decision, you know, it was ultimately the right one. It, it lined up to our principles within Zurich North America for how we were going to navigate the pandemic. And, and one of those was protecting our core at, at the highest level that translated to our employees, our customers and distributors and our communities. And with the headwinds of so much uncertainty tied to that pandemic environment, you know, the tough decision was made to cancel. We just didn't believe we could provide a really meaningful experience while still delivering on that core commitment for our people and our business. And it was really tough for everyone involved. But, you know, we also made sure that we handled it the right way. Um, our team and our managers who had anticipated interns for 2020 
conducted personal one-on-one -on -one reach outs. We were honest, we were transparent, and most importantly, we reinforced our interest in them. There was a reason we invited them to join the program in the first place, and we didn't want that to get lost. So part of that was also guaranteeing them a first interview with the recruiting team in the fall for our 2021 opportunities. And, you know, we had a great response through that. We're truly thrilled. Um, we converted already over a quarter of them to our 2021 program. So um, not ideal, right? Um, but, you know, I do think that the, the team did what they could to um, give that a softer landing and, and really to be um, compassionate and empathetic. That's great to hear. So for the 2021 interns at Zurich, will they um, all be working remotely? That's the plan currently. So, you know, at this time, Zurich North America is still primarily in remote work mode. Uh, with very limited exceptions to that. We anticipate the summer internship experiences will be fully remote and we've made plans accordingly. Um, we've had time to plan and we also believe our interns will have a great experience this summer. We've been really thoughtful about how we engage them virtually for networking, other group activities that are commonly part of our program experience. And then we also plan to add some new activities as well. So for example, we'll be bringing a global aspect to the program this summer by creating opportunities for our interns in North America um, to connect and learn from interns across the globe, which hasn't been part of our former programs. And, and more and more, we are hearing students' voice and interest in global assignments. So we actually see this as a great way to introduce that broader footprint we have um, as Zurich across the world. It really takes advantage of our um, global presence and what a great opportunity uh, for these interns. Yeah. What about onboarding them? Now, we had an earlier conversation where we talked about the challenges of remotely onboarding new employees. What about the challenges with interns? Yeah, you know, we anticipate, Renee, there's going to be some challenges, right? Um, but we've gotten much better at this over the past year. <laughs> and um, others have really honed their abilities to remotely onboard as well. It's unique, though, when you apply that to an experience with a very defined start and stop date. So, you know, as we think about the different challenges associated with that, you know, having that short window is something that's a little bit different from our normal cadence for sure. And, and I'm going um, from the remote onboarding to the remote experience. And most of these interns grew up with a digital device in their hand. Mm -hmm. So shouldn't this remote experience be easier for them? <laughs> it's, it's an excellent point. Um, and yes, from the perspective of this being a generation that is certainly tech savvy and no stranger to digital communications, um, you know, after all, most of them have been either fully remote or on a hybrid schedule at their respective colleges or universities. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I, I think from that perspective, it should be easy. Um, but in an internship, it's about a lot more than the digital connectivity. So interns benefit from a lot of the same things other professionals have leaned into as part of remote work. And, you know, interns and employers have had the past year to really refine 
remote work practices. So everyone is in a different place than they were going into summer 2020. But I do still think there are some things that um, in a corporate workplace will be an adjustment. How are um, companies like Zurich and um, and some of our uh, peers, how are they setting the interns up with computers and software and the equipment that they would have access to if they were going to a facility or office on site? Are companies sending them laptops or do managers have to devise projects they can do with their own laptops at home? You know, different companies, Renee, they're, they're taking different approaches. So some companies do elect to set up a VPN or, or a similar access point for their interns versus provisioning company equipment. Um, although the time frame is shorter, though, it's, it's really the same process as how you'd onboard and exit an employee when it comes to equipment. So the critical consideration for many is really how they'll ensure they're able to get their interns up and running quickly how they'll ensure they have access to the right communication tools, kind of going back to that, um, you know, the digital communication aspect and how important that is in a remote work experience and, and just making sure they have what they need from that perspective to ensure they are productive throughout their intern experience. Um, there could be some additional added instructions on recalling equipment at the end of the internship but you know overall the process isn't incredibly different from that of an on-site intern experience even in the on-site model companies are often managing interns who are multiple locations and once again we reinforce the importance and value of it right yes yes always <laughs> our valuable colleagues seriously um okay now something lighter when we talked about remotely onboarding new employees, we talked about swag. Actually, how, but how many interns do we have? I should ask you that. So how many swag packets are going out if they are? We anticipate somewhere between 60 and 80 this summer um, of 2021. And uh, swag, we love our swag. <laughs> so, I do too. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been fun to even see our interns who've already received their pre-onboarding swag because we send it out after they accept their offer. They're, they're sharing it on LinkedIn and they're getting some fun stuff. They're getting, you know, Zurich duffel bags or swell water bottles, which kind of tie into our commitments to sustainability and, and then some kind of fun like mobile phone stands and just all sorts of fun stuff. They get a really nice package actually. And, and then we just love seeing how excited they are to get it. And it also really gets them fired up, you know, about that upcoming internship experience. So that's cool as well. It is. And I just think it's something, a nice takeaway for other companies that might not have considered that just as a way to, um, to welcome them on board. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm getting into trickier waters here. <laughs> I've never had to directly hire or supervise an intern, but I've worked alongside them over the years and I've always noticed a very, uh, let's say a wildly variable degree in their definition of work ethic. And I'm not talking about, you know, not knowing um, various tasks. It's a learning curve for them, of course. But I just, I guess I just mean diligence because um, it's my way of asking here, how does a manager make sure they're actually working? Yeah, I mean, it's important to remember for some interns, this 
truly may be their first job. And if it's not their first job, it's often their first time working in a corporate environment. So from a manager's perspective, uh, regular check-ins and managing performance on tasks are really important elements. This is a learning experience by definition. So managers need to set clear expectations and then they need to confirm an understanding of those expectations and provide coaching and feedback. Um, if there are norms that an intern should be aware of within a team or the company culture, identifying those and sharing those can be really helpful. So things like, um, you know, do team members prefer questions through email or IM or our um, team calls voice only or do members also join by video, right? Um, from an intern perspective, this is a tryout. So how they show up really matters. But it isn't only that, it's also how you adjust, how you take coaching and feedback, and then how you turn that into action. And all the while, companies are gathering data points to help make decisions on offers for full-time positions. So um, yeah, I, I think that really um, intentional management of the experience is incredibly important. You know, when you said it's their first corporate job, it reminded me of uh, several years ago in another job, there was um, a young woman and it was clearly her first internship and she was spending a lot of time on her iPhone. And my boss who didn't want to confront her asked me to, thanks a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, you know, you probably shouldn't be spending so much time surfing the internet while you're working. And she looked at me mortified and said, I was told I had break time every day and, and I don't wanna go outside. So instead of that, I've just been do, spending my breaks on my phone. And, and, you know, bless her heart because she was doing her due diligence. She just didn't know that she needed to communicate that. Um, and we all have to have an open mind too because we don't know the backstory for a lot of these interns as well. So it's a learning experience, yeah. right? For everybody. Yeah. It is, it is. And, and I think it tests us a little bit too on some of our own assumptions sometimes on um, the workplace. And honestly, Renee, as you think about the future of work, um, testing those assumptions becomes that much more important. Now, um, in previous conversations, you talked about the importance of absorbing a company's culture. And you kind of touched on it a little, but how do you do that for a remote intern? Yeah, it's definitely different. So, you know, I would say you really need to go the extra mile to ensure you're creating opportunities for interns to experience your culture. And that goes for whether you're remote or in an office or a different facility, because a great culture can be the biggest differentiator for someone wanting to join your company over the long term. So when we were in person for our intern program, we did intern cookouts, we did networking events, we did social gatherings. And in a remote environment, we're still planning to offer many of the same types of experiences, but we're just going to do it in a different virtual format. Um, I mentioned earlier, infusing global team interactions, you know, virtual opens it up for doing new and different things as well. So we're really thinking about that 
as we prepare for our summer 2021 interns. Does, does a manager have to set expectations for the team members, Jessica, who are going to be working with these interns also remotely? Yeah, I think it's really important and setting expectations up front ensures everyone's on the same page. And it also makes it easier for the interns to understand that common set of norms I was talking about earlier. So, you know, they're learning the corporate world and, and navigating multiple sets of expectations across the team can really complicate things. Um, I think the other thing, honestly, Renee, to keep in mind is the intern experience is often shorter than the full ramp up time that most companies allot to their full time hires. So streamlining expectations can help really focus that experience on the most important elements and avoid a lot of unnecessary swirl in that. Good point. So Jessica, this has been great. Um, is there anything else you want to mention? Um, you know, I think we've talked about a lot of things today. Um, but there's one thing I guess that I would say that I think is really helpful um, for an intern in particular. And, you know, I think that's kind of taking accountability for managing their internship experience and, and being very intentional about that. You know, at the end of each week asking, you know, what went well, what could have gone better? What did I learn? And also, how does that sync up with what I'm hoping to get out of this experience? And I really believe that simple wash up um, helps to keep us focused. And if an intern pays attention to that and manages that experience and, and even shares some of those things with the individual who's managing them as an intern, I just feel like they're more likely to walk away feeling like they had a really meaningful experience. And again, this is a learning experience. So that really is at the core of why the opportunity is there. So being an active participant in that experience is just critical. Terrific. Um, I'd say we were done, but you're not off the hook yet, Jessica. It's time for the <laughs> lightning round. <laughs> I'm going to ask you five questions and you can answer quickly, but feel free to elaborate on any of your answers. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Okay. Favorite movie with interns, the internship with Vince Vaughn or the intern with Robert De Niro? It's a hard one because I actually love them both, but I'm a huge Vince Vaughn fan, so I have to say the internship. Best part of working remotely? Um, sharing my office with my dog. What's your dog's name? That's a Stella. Stella. She's a little cockapoo. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst part of working remotely? That, that's probably also the worst part. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest mistake you made when you were an intern? Wow. Okay. So I'm, I'm sure I made several. So I'll, I'll give you one that I was fully aware of. Um, uh, one of my responsibilities was writing a newsletter. And I was asked to interview someone who, um, unbeknownst to me, was just having an epically bad day. And I did not have a lot of experience. So while I picked up on a little bit of curtness, I didn't know them well enough to know if that was a normal affect or not. So I decided to just push through. And moments later, that person just broke down and I was completely unequipped and out of my element. And, and it's the day I learned, Renee, that sometimes you pick up on a vibe 
and it's okay to say, um, it seems like this may not be a good time for a meeting. I'd be happy to reschedule another time. So, so that was my lesson learned. And finally, if you had one piece of advice for an intern this summer, although you've already given us quite a bit, but one piece of advice, what would it be? Take advantage of every opportunity you're offered. It's amazing how when we keep an open mind and we say yes to new things, it can open a world of opportunity. And, and working hard is important, but if you don't bring a mind that's open, you'll inevitably miss out on opportunities, relationships, and our experiences. So, so that would be my one piece of advice. This has been wonderful. Jessica, thanks so much for sharing all these insights. Thank you, Renee. It's always a pleasure. Future of Risk, presented by Zurich North America. If you like the show, we'd appreciate it if you left a comment or review wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Let us know what you think at media at ZurichNA.com and join us next week. The information in this audio recording was compiled from sources believed to be reliable for general information purposes and is intended for Zurich clients and business partners. The information contained here may be useful to you or your enterprise when developing your own policies and procedures. The policies and procedures applicable to your enterprise should take into account the specific circumstances of your business and business environment, which is beyond the capacity of this podcast. Any and all information provided is not intended to constitute advice of any nature and is specifically not legal advice, and accordingly, you should consult with your own legal counsel. We do not guarantee the accuracy of this information presented or any results and further assume no liability in connection with this recording and the information provided therein. Moreover, Zurich reminds you that the information provided cannot be assumed to contain every acceptable safety and compliance procedure or that additional procedures might not be appropriate under the circumstances. The subject matter of this recording is not tied to any specific insurance product, nor will adopting these policies and procedures ensure coverage under any insurance policy. We encourage listeners to seek additional information from credible sources. Thank you.